0: I'm Zach. And I'm Josh. And this is Lamp Stomp, a Pixar podcast. All right, Josh. We are back with uh, the good dinosaur. Ooh. Yes, I I'm excited to talk about this movie. It's it's definitely one that uh, a lot of people have lower on their their list. I I would guess, and so I'm I'm excited to see if that's well deserved or if that's like not cool, you know. And so, but before we dig into it, I wanted to ask: Were you a dinosaur kid growing up? Like, was that something that you, the kind of like was your interest like was that did you have dinosaur toys or did you play dinosaur anything like that
1: no no i didn't i'm trying to think about what i don't know that i had a thing i had some i had some hot wheels i liked i had (laughs) like a batman action figure that i really like i told you i played buzz lightyear with uh, my friend i also um i had three sisters so like (laughs) I didn't. There weren't. I, I don't really remember there being like crazy ton of like guy toys. There were like more dolls in our house, and I played outside <laughs> a lot. Like I was just a. I was a runner, so I ran around a lot.
0: <laughs> For sure. So I think I've said this before on the podcast, but my mom had a a uh, childcare in our home and so there was tons of kids always in which meant there was tons of toys always around and she had a container of dinosaur toys I'm pretty sure they're still in her living room like I could go and play with them today if I wanted to and and so I had specifically those dinosaurs and they were like the really nice like plastic but I say plastic but that sounds like lame but I'm talking like like hard plastic, like legit looking. They were so cool. And, and so something that I learned today while, or this weekend while trying to get ready for this was that the names of dinosaurs back when I was a kid, like I knew, I knew the names of dinosaurs well enough to like, I, to know them but i feel like they've made so many advancements on like what kind of dinosaurs were like there were and like there's so many more different species and all that kind of stuff that i have completely lost my grip on what what is a dinosaur what that dinosaur is called because it it goes past the triceratops and the stegosaurus it's 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 pretty intense nowadays and we'll probably talk through some of the names at some point but yeah so i was kind of a dinosaur kid but not not really either so but i know i know some some kids get really into that All right, why don't we hop in to our Remember Me? me. We start in deep space. We are at the asteroid belt and the whole premise of how this movie starts is that you see this asteroid that is coming towards Earth. You know this movie is about a dinosaur, so this could not be good. Except it is good. The dinosaur just goes, or the the asteroid just goes right on past Earth, misses it completely, does not kill all the dinosaurs, and that is how we start our movie. Millions of years later after this, this happens, we zoom in on a family of a is that's apparently what arlo and his family are i never okay. in a million years would have guessed that but
1: i'm glad you said that because it would have sounded real ignorant talking about it later on <laughs> would have said a totally different one so patasaurus
0: a patasaurus got it <laughs> and I'm probably not even saying that right, but they are a family of corn farmers, and so uh, we see a mom and a dad at first, and then we see them get really excited. They are going in their little farm hut, and they are about to have some babies. Their eggs are about to hatch, and we see them hatch, and the first one that hatches is Libby, the girl of the family, and then Buck, and Buck is just like this rambunctious crazy thing but then the last one is the biggest egg of all and the whole family is ready for this like big rough and tough the strong strongest one of the family but when the egg cracks it is not that it is the runt of the litter it is the smallest of dinosaurs that is probably half the size of its siblings Arlo. and so we 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 fast forward a little bit into where the 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 newborns are, are growing up and they're, they're starting to have their own chores. And we see the family dynamics. We see that Libby and Buck are playing tricks on each other. And we see that Arlo is a humongous scaredy cat. He is scared of his own shadow. He is scared of the chickens that he is in charge of feeding. He's kind of, he's not the most brave, brave guy. And so, they, they all have their way, their chores and all their things to do. And so we, we, we fast forward to where the dad is basically saying that he finishes making this silo where all the, all the corn is going to go. And so he basically says, I've earned my mark. I made this silo for our family. I'm going to make our mark. And then fast forward, the mom makes her mark and does the same thing. And and, they're, and basically says to the kids, said, you have a chance to make your own mark. You can push your own uh, stamp on the silo. It'll be our family silo with our marks on it. And so we see that Buck is pretty good at... at, at cutting down trees and so he gets his mark we see that libby is good at making the lines where the corn will grow and she makes her mark but we see that arlo is not very good at making his mark he is not good at feeding the chickens he's not really good at really anything and so the dad basically takes him out and and is wanting to give him a chance to make his mark and so he says okay i've got a job for you tomorrow there's this critter that has been getting on our corn if we don't stop him he's going to eat us out and we're not going to have enough food to last through the winter." And so, the, uh, my mind just went blank. The, so the next morning he wakes up, the dad gives him a trap and says, all right, you're going to take the stick. You're going to beat the critter if the critter comes. Well, Arlo, again, is afraid of his shadow and is not able to kill the critter, but instead lets him go. The dad is like, you had him, like you got the critter, like, let's go get him. Let's finish your job so that you can make your mark. And so they go off to chase after this critter and- I forgot to say, but the critter is actually a human, which is a pretty funny plot twist to, to start this movie out. It's a little cute little boy critter, I guess. And so they go after this critter and they, they're they chasing him. But out of nowhere, it kind of seems like this humongous, scary storm starts to formulate. And this storm gets crazy. Quit. like it, st- it comes out of nowhere and it gets like crazy severe, kind of out of nowhere. It gets pretty intense. And so the river is starting to rise. There's this big, huge uh, amount of water that's coming through. And by the end of what's happening, the dad gets swept up by the river and dies. And Arlo feels just so guilty, so bad about it. So go home and fast forward and you see that... The family is just struggling. The mom can barely keep up because she's having to do what the dad used to do. And they're worried about whether they're going to have enough food for the winter. And so Arlo is just kind of walking around and he sees the critter has come back to try and get some more corn. And so Arlo obviously is upset because he kind of used that the critter is the reason that his dad died. And so he gets so mad, and he goes after the critter and tries to attack him and, and gets mad. But basically, they kind of rumble and tumble into the river. They go down the river, and they're going, and it's crazy. It's this crazy scene. And we basically see that Arlo ha- is a million miles away from home, and he is lost. He has no clue where he is, and he's kind of just washed up shore. And so he goes after the critter he sees him and he, and he tries to go after him and he gets mad and he says don't ever come around me you're the reason my dad is not around and so Arlo's trying to figure it out he he needs to know how to get back home but while in the meantime he's trying to set up camp he tries to put sticks together to to have a place to live he tries to do all of these things he tries to find something to eat but he's not very good at that and so he finally gets somewhat of a tent up and he sees the critter come and the critter drops off some food for him which was pretty nice like but he's still kind of wary of the critter and and so not really understanding what's what's going on but he decides to follow him for a little bit and basically they find this huge amount of of berries and so it's it's this really awesome thing and they're really excited but this huge snake which is like maybe the most terrifying looking snake that has ever been in a movie because it has like arms and legs and it's like like what i imagined satan to look like in in the genesis 3 <laughs> story from the bible and so the the critter wrestles this this snake and basically gets rid of it and saves arlo from this snake and so it's this crazy thing but all the while this was happening they were being watched they were being watched by get this josh a styracosaurus. Like, what? (laughs) Okay. I'm trying, man. I'm. Tr- I, I. I didn't okay. even know that was a thing. But basically, it's this triceratops-looking thing. I think that's what I would have called it, even though it probably it does have more than three horns. The dinosaur Aren't you glad you are- Googled it? Yes, I. I am very glad that I, I. I googled it. And basically, this guy is a real creep. He has like basically this. he's has this huge collection that's all on his like horns or whatever that he's just different people, different critters that he's gotten over the years to protect him. I guess from from whatever. I love, my favorite part of that was the dream crusher. He called one of them dream crusher. Yeah. And he's like, this one, <laughs> this one keeps me from having too lofty of goals or something like that. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. And so he is going through and he's basically like, I would love to have this critter added to my collection. What's his name? And Arlo thinks to himself for a second, I actually don't know his name. And so they're trying to figure out the name because this guy says, if I name him, I get to keep him. And so they basically going back and forth on names, back and forth on names, when Arlo says Spot, and the critter comes running up to him. And they realize that Spot is the critter's name. And so Spot and a classic dog name. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. That, they definitely did that on purpose. And so Spot and Arlo, they they finally get to go away. And we see them go into this next scene and they, they, they find like a little cave thing to go under and they're going to stay there for the night. And so they start talking and there's this really, really sweet moment where They start talking about their family. They use sticks because they're not really great at communicating because Spot doesn't really, he's not really able to talk, but they basically find out that they they each have families and they each have family members that have passed away. Arlo has his dad that passed away and Spot, both of his parents passed away. And so it's this really, really emotional scene where they're able to connect and kind of get closer to one another that way. And so... The next day, another storm is coming. And and obviously, because of what happened during the last storm, Arlo is is freaking out, and he starts running away, and he gets away from the river, and it's just this bad, awful scene. And so after the, the they wake up, the next morning, the storm has happened, and they see these, get this, pterodons. I would have called those pterodactyls. Pterodons, apparently. You would have
1: called them pterodactyls?
0: <laughs> yes, I, I always pronounce the pterodactyls. You do? <laughs> Always. It's not how it's supposed to be, but I always do it. I'm sure it's pterodons, but I always like to say pterodons or it's just... (laughs) a thing i don't really understand why um and so you see these pterodons that they seem like they're helping they're like oh we we know that the storm is a terrible time we know that the storm we need to help there's there's gonna be critters that can't fend for themselves we've got to be there and and arlo thinks oh these these guys are nice they're helping but no that's not at all what they are doing they're trying to eat the critters that are defenseless that have no help and so that's exactly what they do they eat this poor little like fox looking creature and it's terrifying and I don't that's scary. And so they do that, but they also realize that Arlo has a critter with him and and that they want to eat them too. And it seems like the the pterodons are going to get spot, but just in the nick of time, they find some help in what looks to be like a it's not a stegosaurus i don't remember what they're called but basically this this nice looking dinosaur but in fact it's actually two tyrannosaurus rexes that i actually got that one right i know what a t-rex is thank you very much (laughs) Um, and so these two t-rexes start coming running after arlo and Spot, and they're freaking out they're like oh gosh not only we have these pterodons on this side the t-rex is on this side oh my gosh what's gonna happen but it turns out the t-rexes are nice which was a uh, another awesome twist and so the, the t-rexes help fight off the pterodon so they're gone and uh spot and arlo are are going off with these t-rexes and they find out that they are cattle farmers and that they are looking for their cattle and they need help and so basically they decide that if spot and arlo help them get their cattle back that they will show arlo where he like the mountain that he needs to go to to get closer to his house and so that's what they do and this scene was actually pretty funny um I watched the first half of this movie and then I, I took Emery on a walk. And right when I got back to we we got back inside and she was still asleep and she has this like bassinet thing that goes in a stroller and so that's what she was walking on. She was asleep on it. And so I picked it up and was able to carry it inside. And she was still asleep in it. It was like the biggest win ever because that's like a huge thing. And so I was doing that and I was like, okay, I finally and I think I went to like the bathroom, I got the dog up, I like did all of these things, and she still stayed asleep, and it was the best thing ever. And she was still sleep and so i was like okay i'm gonna turn on the movie i'll turn the volume down a little bit and right when we get back into the house right when i start this movie is when arlo uh is screaming for the buffalo or whatever and so he's at first he's like "Ah, ah," and he's barely able to scream and then uh spot bites his his ankle and he screams really loud and when he screamed loud Emery woke up (laughs) (laughs) it was very 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 unfortunate but and so they finally help them get their critters the, their their cattle back and they're they're going and they're helping arlo get back to the place and we just see that that arlo is starting to like gain all this confidence it's, it's this really cool scene and then at night they talk about their scars they talk about what has happened to to have For them to have scars, and they talk about all the scary things that have happened, and and how they were they were brave in these things. And Arlo basically says, "Well, why weren't you afraid in those things?" And the 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 T Rexes help Arlo understand that, like they were terrified in all those things, but the scars are proof that they were able to get past it. They were able to to push forward, and that's a really cool scene. for, for me as well. And so basically, they get to the point to where they see the mountain. And so Spot and Arlo go off and they are going towards the mountain. But what would happen again? But the storm, another storm is happening. And those pesky, pesky pterodons are back. And they are back with a vengeance and they are able to get spot and they take him away and Arlo is pushed off this cliff and he's just in this terrible position and he's stuck in these these branches and these vines and and he doesn't know how he's going to get out but it seems like someone's coming to help him and it's his dad it's this weirdest scene and so his dad is basically saying like come on let's let's go let's let's take care of that critter which is definitely a interesting use of words on, on on Pixar's part there and so He has to wrestle with the fact that his dad's not there, but he, he is, he is inspired by the thought of his dad and this vision of his dad to where he is able to get out of the vines himself and he goes after and he is, he's able to go to the river and he fights off the the pterodons and, and he finally gets to the point to where he's about to save spot but this huge Bout of 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 water comes because the storm is getting worse and it's starting to go over and they see that there is a water waterfall right there and so Arlo has to dive in the water and try to go after Spot and basically gets to him at the very last second they fall down the waterfall and splash they are able to get out on the other side and luckily Arlo was brave in this moment and he was able to help uh, Spot get out I, I'm getting so animated that there is spit all over my keyboard on my computer <laughs> and so and so they go (laughs) and so they go and they're walking towards the house and and they're walking closer to the farm and they see this family of humans and it's it's like they see them and spot notices them and starts going after them and and they laugh and hug and they 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 interact for a second and Arlo's slowly having to realize that I thought I was going to be able to have Arlo come home with me. I thought I was going to have, or I thought I was going to have Spot come home with me. I thought I was going to have this friend, but it's actually going to be better if he goes back with this family and has a family to love him. And and this, this family is kind of like his family. It's a mom, a dad, a, a girl, a boy, and then he would fit as the youngest. And it was almost like this surrogate family that that Arlo can't have anymore, but he can give it to Spot, and so that's what he does. He tells Spot to go with the family. Arlo goes home, and his family comes and rushes him, and they give him his mark, and that's how the movie ends. <laughs>
1: Good job, Zach. Thanks, man. Still shorter than my finding Nemo. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. All right, what you got? So... Uh, with a budget of $179 million, it grossed $332 million in the box office. The music was composed by Michael Dana, or Dana, and his brother Jeff Dana, or Dana, after Thomas Newman was supposed to do the music, but was then scratched, but we'll talk more on that later. Okay. So, The Good Dinosaur was directed by Peter Sohn, and... It's the only movie he directs. He goes on, he's involved in all of them, kind of, uh, I remember who the director was, but kind of like some other directors we've seen of one-offs where they're kind of like involved in some way with all of them behind the scenes, but not really ever directing. He directed this one and he's an executive director, executive producer, not director, executive producer for Luca. Gotcha. Gotcha. So the story was originally Bob Peterson's idea. Bob Peterson, I believe he co-directed on, he di- he's involved uh, heavily maybe directing with Cars 3. There's one other that I'm blanking on right now. <clears throat> Anyways, Bob Peterson had the idea. He and Son were working on the project. Uh, they started working in 2009. And in 2011, they announced the movie would premiere in 2013. But Bob Peterson eventually left or was scratched from the project because he couldn't crack the third act. He couldn't quite figure out how the movie needed to resolve. So Soane was put in charge. He took over directing. Thomas Newman was taken out and Jeff and Michael were put in. And there were a couple other moves that also happened within like the creative side of this production. Different people left and new people were brought in. Then, uh, so in 2013, Sone announced that the premiere would be pushed back from May 2014 to November 2015. So quickly before I move on from that, do you remember anything with that? Like a movie that was supposed to come out in 2014, not coming out for over a year. That seems like a with somebody who was going to premieres, like, do you remember like expecting to see a movie and then there being nothing for a year?
0: Yeah, I I I don't actually. Let me let me pull up a list because keep keep, keep doing something. And I'll I'll interject in just a second. So yeah, it, oh no. Okay, so the I do remember this actually. Now that I'm looking at a list. So when I
1: was thinking about it, I thought Newt because I know that was a movie with Scratch, but that was actually early. That wasn't this.
0: So Monsters University came out in 2013. Yep. And then the next movie wasn't until inside out that was nearly two years later and i am
1: very close together
0: yeah they came out in the same year june 19th and then november 25th and so so i think i do remember vaguely that there was a two-year gap in there i i I don't remember remembering why i I remember
1: i remember at some point pixar movies be being regular being every single year and being like that's I don't think they used to do that. And I think that's because of this movie, like there, there because there was a gap at one point, I didn't think that it was an annual thing. Yeah, so anyways, sense. so it got pushed from over a year later and his exact quote for why that happened is he said, the story was not working, period, full stop. It was just not where it needed to be. In June, 2015, they announced that the uh, the majority of the voice cast changed. Like they put new people in different roles I was looking through it, it looked like there was, a, there was a lot of people, like a lot of names that were pretty familiar that were originally going to be involved, one of which being Bill Hader, but didn't end up being a part of the final project. Uh, the event, movie eventually did from November 2015. The trailer that I went and watched said like Thanksgiving, so it, it did end up coming out around that time. Uh, and it won three, not from anything that you ever heard of. One of them was from like the Annie Awards, which I don't, I'm not, familiar with all of the different places that give out i'm not awards, really familiar with them either but out. i
0: think i've seen that because of what we've been doing like that's the only reason i've seen it correct and People i know through. it's
1: important but it's not one that like if you're not paying super close attention to movies that you would have, you would know much about right. so they won three awards uh one was for animated effects and two were for visual effects um and that's all that they won for i don't even think they were nominated for any awards you've ever heard of i think that's probably because inside out came out the same year <laughs> Uh, and inside out did win some stuff so that would probably be why pretty much all of the attention was taken by inside out which is fairly understandable so that was that was not all that surprising when i first heard that the fact that they were early in production maybe not even early in production but like in the production process they were having a really hard time about what they wanted to do with the story yeah. They had an entire like cast or not cast, but staff scratch and rebuild. Yeah. And even that new staff couldn't had to like delay things further. Cause they couldn't quite figure out what they wanted to do with it. It's not all that surprising having seen the finished project. Sure. So That's what I've got. Do you have anything else on
0: it? I, anything I else don't, you want to mention? I don't actually. It's I'm ready to dig in. Why don't, why don't we just move on to making our mark? Let's do it.
1: You've got to earn your mark by doing something big for
0: something bigger than yourself. Someday you'll all make your mark. And I can't wait to see it. So when I watched this movie, I (laughs) really, it kind of caught me off guard when he said the line that, you just heard in in the the, the podcast yeah Yeah. and so it kind of threw me off because like the music's playing in the background is supposed to be this like really like I don't know emotional seat or whatever and it's just kind of made me laugh because of because of our podcast (laughs) because we hear it a lot because of (laughs) right out of context and hearing it in context was kind of funny all right Josh what do you have for general attraction
1: I gave it a six. So I initially wrote seven, and then I went and wrote, watched the trailer, and I was I, – I didn't – I was – it just threw me off, and it made me actually less – watching it made me feel even less interested in the movie than I did just thinking about what the movie's about. The trailer looks like I, – I, I don't even know what to expect or what to latch onto. Like, it's just a dinosaur roaming around, beautiful scenery. And that's all it is the whole time. Like, the, it never really makes – it looks like it's just kind of a, a random adventure movie, but the dinosaur is the main character. And so I was watching it. I was like, it doesn't – it's not clicking. Nothing about this trailer is making me want to see this movie.
0: Yeah. So I, I actually gave it a 10 because I remember <laughs> vividly. Watching the trailer and and at least the trailer that had something to do with the asteroid missing and being the guy that went around to like all my friends and was like, yo, we got to watch this movie. It's about if the asteroid didn't hit and how dinosaurs and humans live together, which really isn't even the plot, like kind of, It, it kind of is, but it's not like what I thought going in wasn't even what they really did, but... I, I was I was generally attracted to the movie based on on that, and so I I did I did give it a ten.
1: I forgot the premise of this movie. Like I forgot about the part where even when I was watching it, I, I missed it. When it's like millions of years later, like I forgot the premise of this movie is if dinosaurs didn't go extinct, how they would have evolved instead of people.
0: Like I yeah. totally and, missed and that I wonder premise. Why I forget about film- that
1: often because they don't jump that further they're not that advanced
0: i just wonder why they felt they had to do that like why did they feel like they needed to explain the world they've not done that in any other film like they've not like picture has not done that like they don't be like creating a world if there was a world where toys could talk like they don't do that but for this one they felt like they needed to I, i wonder why yeah
1: I don't know that it was really necessary because they're creating a world w- with sentient dinosaurs and people who are capable like you could have, like th- there's no real difference between if this happened, I mean other than the fact that they talk in their advance, like it doesn't feel like it has to be millions of years later. Right. And, it, and I, I forget about that all the time when I think about this movie. Like I forget that, this is, that that's the premise of this movie and I have a, a conversation piece more on that later so yeah. I won't get too into detail on that but it it does seem odd to me that it's involved because it doesn't even seem necessary
0: i agree why don't we move on to plot i gave it an eight for plot i i generally when thinking about this movie was not too excited to watch this movie if i'm being honest because like I said at the beginning, this is lower on some people's things, but I actually liked the movie, this go around. I, I, I thought there was a lot of heart to the movie. And I thought the the way they moved from scene to scene and, and we see Arlo's growth. I, I think there was actually like the plot moved in a way that was believable. And so I don't understand this world. I don't really get it, but I think what they did was was pretty good. And so I gave it an eight.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll give it an eight as well. One of my big things is that kind of like the everything flowing and making sense. I don't like the story, but the plot, I don't know if it's super different, but the way that things flow, the way that the story progresses, it does make perfect sense. The relationship that is built and Arlo's growth is really great overall. It feels like kind of like a lot of different movies are kind of being pulled together to make the story of this movie. It's kind of like it starts off with The Lion King and it rolls with like Ice Age for a while. Yeah. And it just finds a way to have a happy ending. Like it's kind of just, it doesn't feel super original and it does and so like i originally wrote six but as you were talking we're like you know what the character developed i guess that might be more but the character development the way that they interact the way that the world works is really great it, mm-hmm. and the characters the flow of the story is really good i just don't actually like this the story that's told which is not entirely fair to to how it's told
0: sure I agree. So eights for eights for everyone. All right. Yeah. Uh, themes. What do you, what'd you put, what'd you give for themes? Gave it a nine, dude. I love
1: the, I, the main theme of this is overcoming fear and finding that not that you're like, not that courage is a lack of fear, but the overcoming of fear. And I love that. That's all. That's so good. There's a lot of things that scare me, but it's not that I, I shouldn't let that fear stop me rather to be courageous it's not that i gotta not be afraid of things it's that i've got to overcome that fear regardless yeah i gave it a
0: seven I, I i get what you're saying and i and i agree But for some reason the themes didn't really hit me in this this movie family even that one feels weird just because there's like a almost like a competitive thing that they set up and like arlo only does what he does because he feels like he has to like make it up to his family i don't know it's just kind of to
1: keep up with his siblings
0: yeah and and so like i don't know It just something felt off to me about about the themes and and i i do like i do like what you said and i think that's that's good and you can take that from from this movie and 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 that is a good thing but but some of the other themes that popped up, the, maybe the second tier ones, I don't think were as strong and maybe even kind of pulled from the the main theme for me. So
1: yeah, that one is strong. And then I'm kind of thinking more about the family one, like anything involving family is kind of kind of weird because of the different dinosaurs and families that we meet and the human aspect that his like, I, I don't think that's his that's not his family. It's, it's not just it's his, other his people. Dead, yeah. And so it's the, the whole family themes is, is odd. It is yeah. all it's it's not clear. It, there is no family themes, but they try to make some family feelings happen. Yeah. And so that is it. You're right. That is that is kind of confusing and distracting.
0: So, all right, animation. I have broken the rules, Josh. Don't do it for the first time, and I'm doing it. You can't stop me. The first time. <laughs> in in lamp stomp history
1: It'd be one of my biggest pet peeves
0: i i have given the animation for the good dinosaur in an 11 and i know <laughs> um, that is annoying. in your
1: interview with keeper when you said i've thought about doing one, like psych don't do that i it drives me insane when it's like on a scale of one to ten i'm doing what, it what do you think and somebody's like zero I'm like that's not it like one is the worst one is the equivalent of one is what you're trying to say
0: and the reason i'm giving it 11 is because this is the best pixar has done to date it is oh absolutely it's better than anything they've done since then beautiful josh far. it is well, the best. well no i don't even i don't even know that you could say whatever you're gonna say no I don't, I, the, the background landscape of this movie, the the way that water looks like, look, think back to the Incredibles when we had the conversation about Mrs. Incredible and the two, the two kids in the water and how just weird that looked and think about this and like just the amount of just like, whoa, like this world is beautiful. Like it is gorgeous. And I can't, give it a 10 because i've given other things tens but it's this is better it's better and it's a lot better you want
1: okay so i gave it a nine so we even out to a perfect score but i why. can
0: live with that actually i'm glad you did that
1: <laughs> here's why, why i did that the landscape is perfect which would a perfect score would equate a 10
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: nope that's uh, not what it means the landscape is perfect and it probably shouldn't deserve a a point less for it but the but both spot and arlo and pretty much all the dinosaurs and animals they are very animated looking like they don't try to look real at all they are very animated creatures in a very realistic world
0: Um, so i've always thought that but i thought that a lot less this watch through I don't know why. I it, it may have just been my eye looking for different things and, and and actually looking for moments when that's not the case. Maybe that was what how, and I didn't see that as much this time.
1: Texture-wise, motion-wise, they're great. It's the it's what they it's how they designed them. That's yeah. how they designed the person. I like the way that spot looks as a person in an animated movie. I'm looking, looking at him. At, as looking my at your right background now, right
0: now, that that's on your Zoom it background. perfectly I, illustrates what I'm talking it, about. It, it, it does. Funny. Arlo's eyes are a, very cartoonish. His 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 snout is is too. And so, I, I get what you're saying, but I don't agree.
1: Spot's hair is the best hair we've seen yeah. in any Pixar movie to this point. Arlo's skin looks great, but they are very they do intentionally look very animated. I wouldn't like this movie if it looked like the live action, which isn't live action Lion King. Like it wouldn't be good. But yeah. but what I'm but what I'm saying is it, it it stands out. When I was watching, especially the commercial, I was like, this looks like a very cartoon dinosaur thrown on a very real landscape. Like
0: sure.
1: <laughs> in the movie it works. He does well, but, but overall, the landscape is absolutely perfect. Arlo looks a little bit too cartoony. For how real the world works, I, I wish he didn't look so. And and it, somewhere in what I was reading about the directing and the production, they they designed him to look relatable. So like his cartoony look is intentional. Sure. But I don't. I think that with how amazing the world works, he could look a little bit less huggable, and still still do what, they want what they're be. trying to do. He looks like you could just give him a big hug, and he and no dinosaur should look that way with how good this world looks, it just stands out a little bit to me. So that's why I gave it a little bit less.
0: Also, I think you may have known that I was gonna do an 11, so you just did a nine. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. I put uh, 11 down for your score. For uh, the, for uh, good, cause together. that's my score. All right, voice <laughs> acting, what, what did you give voice acting? All right, back to the negatives. I give it a six. It's it's
1: not bad and it's not good. Having looked into what it could have been, there were there were some pretty good names. Like it would have been. I think that like they struggled with the story. And having watched the movie, it kind of shows. Yeah. It's not the best story. So much of this movie is is good. It's a lot of fun. But like, if you were to ask somebody who hasn't seen this movie for a year to give you like a rundown of what happens, they'd be at a loss. And yeah. and I watched a couple seconds. I'll say this in a few seconds when we talk about characters. They also probably won't be able to say any character's name, even including Arlo. Like yeah. and so like, they're fine, but they're not good. I don't yeah. I, I looked through it, I don't know any of their names. I didn't recognize yeah. any of it. And they they did fine. They didn't do especially well at all and they didn't do bad
0: yeah so I gave it a seven for pretty much all of those same reasons I one of the voices that sticks out to me that is just really weird is Buck I just don't like Buck's voice for some reason like he's just very like oh, 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 oh. like I just I just don't he, he can his voice kind of rubs in the wrong way so that that's why you were talking could. about a different
1: character for a second and I was like but it's it's perfect and then when <laughs> you kept explaining I'm like
0: no, no 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 Buck the brother and so yeah it, you you kind of said it all there's not a lot there which is okay i guess all right john ratzenberger quiz
1: dude i have no idea
0: <laughs> you don't I even like even... not even a name like you don't even have to know a name like any character, like you don't even know what kind of character he is dude
1: i totally forgot that was something i should be paying attention <laughs> i never even noticed it in this movie it's uh, probably
0: that's bad i don't know uh, I, I don't think better. it is i think it, it so it's one of the it's one of the velociraptors that attacks the the cattle and That's i think pretty notable
1: characters how did i miss that
0: and so i i don't and i think he changes his voice so it's not like okay. the typical like cameo or whatever he kind of changes his voice so all right soundtrack i gave it a six it's decent it's it fits the movie but i found myself getting lost in it sometimes and i literally think you could pick this this soundtrack up move it to any random disney movie and it would fit in perfect and so i think it's very generic i think it's it's there's nothing that really stands out to me and so 6
1: yeah i feel the same way it is it, it was fine they didn't do like great i i went and listened to it and i was like trying to find something even notable i i gave it i gave it a five would you say you gave it a six i I just didn't there there wasn't even like like in bug's life like where there's one song where i hear it and i think of the movie like Mm -hmm. there was not there was no like main theme that stood out to me that's fun to hear and to play I, I don't ever even like really notice it ever even in the background. It's just kind of there. It doesn't yeah. really push things forward. It doesn't really tug on your heartstrings at any no. point. It just exists. I was playing it for Hunter earlier, and I was playing the first song, and I was like, "Can you name what movie this is from?" And she was like, "No." And I played another one. She's like, "Good dinosaur." And I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Yeah." <laughs> yep. That's, so it's that's just kind of. It. I mean. I probably would have felt a little bit differently had Thomas Newman done a, done it. Potentially, he had yeah. some fun things that stuck out in in um, in Finding Nemo. So I, I think that's really what it's lacking. If it had like like Arlo theme that they play like three or four times throughout the yeah. movie in different spots, it, it'd be a totally different score. But it doesn't yeah. have that, and so there's nothing that like draws you to like listen to it again or like be connected to it.
0: I agree. <clears throat> All right. Characters? What'd you give characters? I gave it a three,
1: and that's feeling really mean now that we've been talking more about it. But honestly, it, it's it's really what I just said. Arlo has a great like development; he grows. But before I watched this movie, there's a zero percent chance I could have told you his name. I definitely didn't know Spot's name. Like, it, they are more forgettable than Bugs Life characters. Tell me I'm wrong.
0: I think you're wrong. Maybe it doesn't deserve a
1: three, but they're very forgettable characters. I, I didn't I, know. I can't think... remember anybody's names,
0: much less the main character. I think a three is low. I gave it a nine, but I grade. What? I grade my. I grade mine different than you do. Remember. Mine is all about the journey that the the main character goes on. And so and it is a
1: great journey. Oh, you know what? A three and a nine, I can be fine with that because we're splitting the difference and it's kind of in the middle. I'm okay with that. And so three is is a little harsh, but I really don't care about these characters. we,
0: We definitely, I like how we each do our characters because it allows us to bring in two sides of the character of Pixar. I liked Arlo's journey this go round. I would have always told you. I think I've said this before. I and and I and I should have said this. I actually liked this viewing of Good Dinosaur. I I I thought this was a pretty good movie yesterday when I was watching it. And and Arlo's journey was one of those things. I I see a kid who who is scared of his own shadow, and he grows into someone that is actually capable of being a good friend and being someone that is able to to be the hero of of this small story. And and so. I just really enjoyed the way that that they allowed him to kind of grow and 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 be able to overcome something that in a very real way cost him his dad. And so like to be able to have that growth and to grow out of something that he is going to live with the guilt of having. But now he is grown out of that. I think that is a, a cool growth for a character that Yes, maybe forgettable, but when you're actually in the journey and you see where he goes, I think is actually pretty lovable. So,
1: yeah, I I agree. I was looking back at the scores. I think that some of what you are saying is reflected in my grade of the plot. Like I was yeah. saying, I, yeah. I, I I like I the way right. that the decisions he makes and the, his growth is definitely great. But yeah, I, I I I stand by what I said. I think I like this movie more people do i definitely thought fonder of it i liked it more I, I i didn't i did not like it as much having watched it most recently because i'm realizing how much it doesn't have an impact and i don't think that's just because it happened that this that it came out so close to inside out like i think it is that it just is kind of it's hard to latch on to a lot of things in this movie the characters which is odd it like i don't latch on to the characters though they're good they have a good growth like this is i mean arlo's like growth and hit the themes around what he learns is some of my favorite but that doesn't change the fact that i couldn't remember his name before we started doing this podcast or that when i tried to watch this before we did our podcast that i got like 10 minutes in the movie and decided to watch something else like it it kind of it's it it I wish that this movie was better because I was a good character sure. and it could have, I, the idea of the movie is pretty good, but it just didn't,
0: Certainly just didn't for you. come to fruition. Sure. Yeah. All right. Humor. What you got for humor?
1: I gave it a four. I didn't find it funny. Some moments were like situationally kind of comedic, but overall, I mean, I didn't laugh at all. I, I didn't, I just didn't find this movie very funny at all.
0: Yeah. I gave it a six for pretty much all those same reasons. Not a lot there. There are some funny-ish scenes. And it's more like situational, like not like humor even really, but just kind of like, oh, that's kind of funny. Like, uh. It's never, it's not laugh out loud. And honestly, that weird, weird scene where they get like high off the berries i think i think (laughs) i think they felt like they had done something with the inside out like what was it called like the um abstract thought scene where they they kind of deconstructed and they thought oh this weird scene in this movie worked well let's try it in this and it just did not land at all it feels so weird and out of place and i think they thought that was going to be funny but it just wasn't
1: yeah it was super weird it actually is funny enough it had some luca feels to me when i was watching i was like that's kind of similar to like the dreaming like the daydreaming of luca, of
0: luca yeah I And can he's, see that.
1: and he is involved in luca yes. so no surprise there the funniest thing to me in this entire movie and it is some of the driest humor in a pixar movie is the pet collector like that was like the only thing that stands out to me as funny and it is such dry humor and yes. i don't <laughs> like dry humor yes. at all <laughs> if if my idea of funny is going
0: that was funny it's not very funny for <laughs> sure all right easter eggs i gave easter eggs an eight now that might be a high score for this but i what? actually love the way that they did the big three and my big three i whatever josh you shoot uh, <laughs> let me talk <laughs> I love the way that they did the Pizza Planet truck, that they made it an asteroid. I think that is so funny. The layer is on like Pizza Planet and it being an asteroid and this movie about dinosaurs. Obviously, you can't have a Pizza Planet truck. I actually like that better than the way they did it in Brave. And and the A113 in the fence is pretty cool how they had it spelled out and and y- Oh, man. And then the the subtle nod to Heimlich, I thought was really cool. The There's a scene where there's like this little caterpillar. It's really fat. It's clawing, crawling up a leaf and it looks just like Heimlich. I thought that was a pretty good callback as well. And so there's not a lot. And I've probably graded a lot harsher, but I, I think I was in a good mood when I when I look some of these up and I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Oh, that's really cool. Oh, that's really cool. And I just felt okay. like it was really cool. So I can grade it as I want. And I think yeah, that's pretty <laughs> cool, Josh.
1: <laughs> I was in a bad mood when I, I graded it, I guess.
0: Yeah, okay. All right,
1: so eight is, I I get liking some of it. I, I do. I've upped my score a little bit after hearing <laughs> you talk I, I didn't I, I missed the Heimlich thing and I forgot Hank is also one of the times when he dunks underwater the octopus from finding Dory
0: really is because okay, that's that's underwater. the next that's the next movie that's really cool I didn't I think cam- yeah
1: which is funny because one well, I'm so finding. I'll send you this picture it was I was very impressed by it. it 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 is good it and it is everything that I want Easter eggs to be in a movie it's it's visible it's noticeable, but it is it's hidden so i I did not give it a very good grade because I did not like the way i I appreciated a one one three but it was a little bit too hidden like you yeah when I saw it. I was like, oh, I guess I I, I see it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you're not really... The person that I was watching, he kind of reaches sometimes and he didn't mention the caterpillar. And so I missed that, but almost everything he's mentioning, like that's not even... They didn't need to do that. That's not what they're trying to do. That's not what they're trying to do. That's not what they're trying to do. He says one of the bubbles is the Luxo ball.
0: I think that is a a thing, actually.
1: So it's super small. I couldn't really tell from the, the image he sent. So maybe... Probably, Luxo Ball, A113, and Pizza Planet Truck were the only ones that he mentioned and Hank. And so I was like, one, one of those is like, I'm not even sure that I fully believe you on it. Pizza Planet Truck is so hidden. It's so hard to find. A113, you'd have to be, it's like a puzzle like that you would find in a book trying to find this thing. So I was, I didn't like that it was like almost impossible to find them and that there were like no connections to any other Pixar movies. So Hank being there heimlich being there definitely helps it a little bit i gave it a four because there's just not a lot and they're so hard to find
0: i i i get that i just like i said i was in a good mood apparently so all right let's get to the different
1: sides of the bed
0: bed. (laughs) (laughs) let's get to ending josh what did you give the ending of this movie
1: I gave the ending an eight. I like the ending. It's yeah. really fun. And it's, it's it's a very happy ending that I don't really know exactly where it kind of goes. But I mean, Spot getting a family of his own is, is super happy. It's kind of like a, a little bit of like a it's been done before the like no telling your pet to go away because it's better for them kind of thing but it was it was sweet watching him go off with his family and then having Arlo go back and his family so happy to see him thinking he's been probably dead this whole time and him getting to make his mark like I loved it. it was such a happy ending it resolved the story so well.
0: I I agree. I gave it a nine. I really enjoyed the ending giving giving up spot and like that was probably one of the more brave things that he does like is is giving up someone that he had he had grown close to and 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 realizing that he had to do what was better for for them. I did not did not like the reason it's not a 10 for me is because I did not like the fact that the mom when Arlo was walking back up says the husband's name says the dad's name making it think like seemed like she thought that was her husband and not Arlo and yeah I just think that was really cheesy and kind of lame but everything else was was pretty cool and him getting to make his mark and and honestly I think that I like this movie a little bit better because making our mark is part of our podcast and yeah. so like the fact that Arlo got to make his mark I think kind of hit me stronger than <laughs> time that it ever really has and so I gave it a nine
1: that's awesome so drum roll please. This movie comes in tied with brave down near the bottom of the list with a 71.5. It's respectable. Yeah, scene. I can live with that. It's tied with brave for 13th place. So they're they're in our list 13 and 14, just above Bug's Life and Cars 2. Yeah, so it's okay. underneath wall Wally, Monsters University. Our top 10 doesn't
0: change from last time. Something I don't like, Josh, and I think this is not good is I do tell the good dinosaur is your worst rated movie right now yeah
1: i like it at least i i mean it's more fun to watch than some but i overall i mean that's yeah, it is it is lower i think form. i like i think i like in my mind i like cars two more wow yeah I, I, no no yeah if i could watch only one of them i'd probably watch cars 2 wow
0: that's interesting i don't know I like the characters of cars 2
1: more than i like the characters of the good dinosaur
0: yeah i guess that's true all right well that's that's where it lands it's uh kind of in the middle Uh, i think it's a good movie josh thinks it's a good movie i mean it's definitely not one, it's not the top of my list of what I would rewatch, but I, I think this go around, it, it really kind of hit me in a way that it never has. And so I, I think it's a pretty good, pretty good movie. And so that is wow in your list. It's so you right, come right out in with the an middle. 81 yeah.
1: it ties for 10th place in your yeah. list.
0: So, so it's in your it, top 10 It made my top 10, which is kind of surprising for me, but well, I mean, it won't stay there. No, it won't.
1: It won't. You will for sure have one take its spot in the top 10 and it'll get bumped to 11th place. Yeah. And so, but
0: yeah all right dude
1: that's it's wild it's a it is a better movie than most people give it credit for and and if you were to go watch it you're going to enjoy it but it doesn't ironically enough it doesn't make a mark
0: (laughs) i think that's a good place to end making our mark why don't we move on to woody's roundup josh who is your favorite character from this movie
1: my favorite character from this movie is butch he's he is kind of the sole character that really helps arlo understand fear and being able to overcome fear
0: that's the um, like, i think he's like older a, t-rex yeah yeah
1: and, and so he's he's the one with like the scar on his face and yep. and he's like he's what i think He's like a like he feels like a mentor character to Arlo and I love yeah. that. For
0: sure. I also picked him. I I, I I grouped in all of the T-Rexes, which I don't, I think that's probably cheating, but if I had to pick one, it would, it would be the older one as well. And so the T-Rexes, I, I love the fact that they're always thought of like the most mean and fearsome dinosaurs, but they were actually the ones that helped him in his journey the most. And so I just think that's a really cool kind of twist. And then that one being able to, this isn't my core memory, but it very well could have been the discussion about not being afraid and 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 like i was afraid like i i i was terrified when that alligator was 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 trying to eat me but i had to move on like i had to do what had to be done and i just think that's a really cool scene and so definitely he, he's my favorite as well what about your least favorite
1: my least favorite is cold front where all of the pterodons in general
0: the the pterodons were my least favorite as
1: well and they are in my wife's words they're culty and creepy <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: they just... they
1: left like they all they made her terrified and they horrified her and they're just they're
0: weird and they they're don't d- like uh, taking advantage of people who are in like the worst moment of their life like they literally lived a storm they're in they're hurt maybe like they need help and to take advantage of that, they're just the worst. Like that is just ugh. It's gross. It makes me feel
1: gross. This movie is very anti-carnivores and predators. I guess <laughs> minus the, the minus the T-Rexes. It's they're very anti-predator, very right. pro
0: herbivores. <laughs> for sure. Classic right. Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we move on to 22? It is an honor having you prepare 22 for Earth. I'm gonna make you wish you never died.
1: So All right, what yeah. do you? Th- so this this movie is billions of years in the past, then jumped to millions of years. So it's still it's not supposed to be modern day. It's supposed to. I think that the I, I like this picture that I think is my background, where it's kind of showing the plains where they're with the um, not bison, but the thing that the yeah. dinosaurs heard. Um, so it, I think that they say that this is supposed to be like reminiscent of like the. What the what America looked like, like the plains of America, like for Native Americans, is kind of the the vibe that they went for. I don't know what time period they're really aiming for hmm. exactly, but it's not modern day, clearly not. If this movie were modern day, what do you what do you think it would look like? In the video I saw about Easter eggs, or like, maybe, or one video that was like that, that was kind of like, maybe it'd be interesting if they did it in like different time periods where it's like a little more modern. What I have an idea of, exa- of a movie that was made that I think would be exactly what this movie would be like so, if it were modern.
0: I have real questions about the stability because this was my question too. The stability, my first question, the stability of this world, because every like day or two, this horrendous storm comes and basically causes like ecosystems to be completely destroyed like trees are down like flood flooding like and this is happening like every one to two days like is that sustainable will this world even last to 2021 like why why are the storms so severe why are the storms so like crazy i don't i don't know like because now now to answer your question I thought that's what this movie was going to be. I thought this was going to be like, oh, dinosaurs in today today's land or today's time, like a dinosaur walking down Times Square or something. That's what I thought the movie was going to be. And so I don't really know the answer to your question or the answer to my question. But like I said, because of the storm, I don't even know if this world's going to last that much longer. So, I mean, the I think they're going for Midwest is kind of the area
1: they're going for. I don't know, I mean, given the time of year, I don't know that that's even that outside of the realm of possibility for now, like, if it's tornadoes that are going around. I mean, that's, so, I mean, it could be sustainable just, like, during a peak season of, like, storms. Here's my thought. If this movie were made in modern time, like, if it were to be, like, the same exact premise, but go forward to the modern day Sure. It would just be Zootopia, but with dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. <laughs> so it's like, I, I, I heard a thing where it was like, what if it was like more like a modern day? I'm like, that would not be good. We've already seen that movie. <laughs> like that's, we don't need that in this because that's already exists, but with a lot of other animals and a lot more opportunity for jokes. Sure. <laughs> you add more animals to it. So I, that, I thought about that and I was like, I wonder what Zach would think about that idea.
0: I definitely see where you're coming from, but I, I just don't know what they could have done. Because this is obviously still like caveman time. Yeah. So, so who knows? It's an interesting thought. That was definitely our first, both of our first questions. You said you had a, you had another one. I'll let you go because I, I kind of want to end 22 on my question.
1: Yeah. So my question is if you could have any dinosaur as a pet, but it's fully tamed, like it's sure. housebroken, what would be your choice dinosaur?
0: Hmm probably someone one, one like arlo just because yeah. they're 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 he's not like humongous he's he's kind of cute like he i don't know probably arlo like literally arlo what type of
1: animal what was he he's not a stegosaurus he's, he's a A
0: apatosaurus a patasaurus.
1: so i i was looking through when i was thinking about this question i was like number one i want it to be an herbivore. like granted tame i like fully tame but you can have like now if you have like carnivorous animals that are fully tamed as pets they could still kill you just by playing with you so i was like i can't get a carnivore i gotta get something that's gonna be pretty calm uh and i wanted to be an herbivore but i'm getting a dinosaur because i can't go like lame and like a lizard like you can't be that small so i went with just a classic i was like triceratops i didn't realize they were herbivores and for sure that thing would probably be like a like I have a Mastiff. It'd probably be like a Mastiff, like super defensive of you. And if anybody came near you, they'd like be a brick wall that no one can get past. So (laughs) I I think I'd take a Triceratops.
0: Yeah, I think that's a pretty good, pretty good option too. Um, Plus all
1: I need to have is a bunch of plants for them to eat. And maybe you can just take care of the bushes I don't want to trim anyways.
0: Exactly, or grass even. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so my final question, it really has nothing to, well, it does, but uh, let me just ask it and you you can kind of answer it however you want. Why is this movie called The Good Dinosaur?
1: I think I know the answer to this, actually.
0: Okay, there may be I can go back to
1: something. I think they said it in in the articles that I was reading. Essentially, the same reason that Arlo, I think, that Arlo is animated the way that he is. They wanted something that was quick, snappy, and simple that was easily relatable. So like something that would catch people as like, oh, this is going to be fun and happy. So they wanted to like not scare people off with the dinosaur thing sure. so they made it they made sure the good knew the that good dinosaur happy.
0: All right so good dinosaur <laughs> not the scary one <laughs> right so there is a real world answer for that do you think there's anything in the movie that actually warrants him being the movie being called the good dinosaur I don't know do you have something like, do you have something I don't I don't that, I was literally just kind of
1: I mean maybe if you look at like him compared to his siblings I mean he's he's got more heart and he's sure. a little bit more like cared and they are there a little bit in their own world and, 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 y- and you you blue. saying that
0: kind of made me think of the whole journey of the movie is him taking care of the crew yeah. like so the dad wanted him to take care of it quote unquote and like kill it but what he actually does, and he does do exactly what his dad says, is to take care of the critter. He takes the critter in. He. Finds That's it, why he you said that the
1: wording was creative.
0: Yeah. And I was so, wondering. And so he actually takes care of it. Like, he literally cares for the, yeah. the critter. And so I, I think that is why he actually gets to make his mark, is because he actually did take care of the critter. Yeah. I like that. And so that's my I like idea. that more than my answer. <laughs> the real world thing. All right. Why don't we move on to our core memory?
1: But the really important ones are over here. I don't want to get too technical, but these are called core memories.
0: All right, Josh, what is your core memory for this movie?
1: So when I was thinking about this, the, the memory, like the scene that I'm like, that's like my, the most influential scene in the movie to me is not what i chose my core memory so the most okay. influential that i was like ah is butch talking to arlo but the my core memory from this movie can't be anything other than the clip where we get our audio <laughs> clip for this podcast <laughs> <laughs> that's when i think of this movie i think of that clip because of this podcast
0: that's really funny. It was down to the butch scene and, and the one that I actually chose for mine, but it's the family scene. It's it's the one where they, they're first just now trying to act like they're just now getting used to each other and they're just now connecting. And just the scene of them playing with the sticks and putting them up and being like, this is my family. And then him yeah. rep- and then spot repeating it. And then Arlo putting the one down for his dad. And then and then spot repeating that with the, the two adult sticks on his side and then them covering them up. And then the, the howl at the end was was really, really sweet and just kind of brought that scene all together. And that's that's the one I think of when I think of of, of a good dinosaur. And so that was that was definitely my core memory
1: we've got our core memories and we both have the honorable mention of the butch scene.
0: Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, for sure. And I think I think he is he is honored in in our favorite character in Woody's Roundup, so that 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 That's we true. we did we were able to give him a spot. So, all right, Josh, I think that is The Good Dinosaur. Definitely uh, a good movie. It, it's a lot of fun. It's definitely one that I wouldn't mind watching. Again, it's, 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 it's a lot of fun. And so I'm, I'm glad we talked this through and and put it on our, our, our list. And so, yeah, that's a good dinosaur. What, what, what do we got coming up next? We've got, I believe it's Finding Dory, right? It is Finding Dory. What's so yeah. weird about us fi- getting to Finding Dory, and I know I say this every week, and so I'm probably getting annoyed, but I don't really care, is I actively remember going to watch Finding Dory. I remember the the scene, the movie theater, like the time, like I remember everything about watching that movie. And so that is so recent ago, like that it it's like in my mind. And so it's kind of- That that
1: becomes true for me at Cars 3.
0: Gotcha. So, um, so I don't
1: remember. I didn't see Finding Dory in theaters. I saw it. I didn't see- i i didn't see this one in theaters but i saw it i didn't see inside out in theaters but i saw it right i did see cars 3 coco incredibles 2 toy story 4 onward soul and then at home i saw luca or soul i also saw at home so i i I, I, all of these i actually did i was like i am going to see (laughs) right 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 so i don't know i i know that i like cars cars 3 i i know why it happened we'll talk about it all week there but i i know why that ends up happening we'll talk about that
0: sounds good all right so that's that's this podcast so if you want to get in contact with us you can do so on facebook twitter instagram at lampstomp or you can email us at
1: lampstomp at (laughs) (laughs) gmail.com
0: all right so for lampstomp this has been zach and josh peace see you next time